genre. Doctor's Companion, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Nick Jimenez. And today on the show, we'll be discussing The Doctor Falls, the 12th and final episode of Series 10. Uh, written, of course, by uh, Stephen Moffat and directed by Rachel Talali. The uh, the incredible Rachel Talali, mm-hmm. um, director of Tank Girl. Yeah. Uh, although I would say she's a better director now than she was then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but uh, a lot. <laughs> OK, um, you're allowed. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> some, might, uh, some might say we're even allowed to like movies like Jurassic World. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, Rachel Talali directed, um, this episode. I, it's a hour long finale sets up the Christmas special. Um, and that's, and, about uh, it. that's all, that's, that's all we got time for. All right. <laughs> all right. So kind next a, time. Kind of a nod. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a farm. So, all right. So I'm going to, I'll kick this off and I will say, I think yes, and I and I've and I've thought about this a long time. Yeah, I think this is the best thing that Stephen Moffat has written as his tenure as showrunner. Period. Wow. Um, this two-parter, I think, was oh the two-parter. Okay. Yeah, the okay. whole the whole thing, not just this half, the okay. whole thing. Okay. Um. I think that it was, I think it's incredible. I think that, uh, you know, like I, I love, I mean, we talked about this last week. I love heaven sent. I think it's the best single episode that he wrote mm-hmm. is probably heaven sent. But when you take it with Hellbent, like Hellbent is good, but it's not at the level of heaven sent. But I think that these two together are just, mind-blowingly good and just everything that I love about Doctor Who and is such a love letter to everything that's come before and everything that I think Moffat hopes is coming in the future and it's just uh yeah I just I love this and I and I do think that it's probably the best Cybermen story um maybe we've ever had uh I don't know what do you guys think? That's you guys want to go first? A lot. Um, yeah, sure. it is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I... aware. <laughs> Gauntlet. You, see, see, the difference is that <laughs> I, I just, I didn't just watch this like you guys. I've been thinking about it okay. uh, yeah, since no, the that's fair. So, yeah. That's fair. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think I am a little bit at a disadvantage because I just watched this. However, having just watched this, I'm really glad that I, like, cushioned in an extra 30 minutes to, like, settle down because mm-hmm. I cried like a baby at the end of this. And it was... I'm actually really glad that he was able to stick the landing because I know that he, uh, Moffat has a track record of like doing incredible first parts and then kind of like flubbing it on the second part. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I really, I really, really liked this. I don't know. I, I almost, I almost think I need to like go back and rewatch all of Moffat. I know like we just recently did that maybe like, well, not recently, I guess like a couple of years ago at this point, but. Yeah, I don't know. It is definitely up there, and it's really good, and I loved it to pieces, and we'll probably get into the nitty-gritty of it soon, but yeah, two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know I, I watched it um, I watched it last night, and I've kind of been uh, stewing on it uh, ever since, and yeah, I, I, I do think it's just, I, 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 the the transformation that this writer, the storyteller, has had over the course of his his tenure writing the show has been incredible. And it it sucks that the internet kind of has a habit of making one decision on a person and keeping that decision come hell or high water no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so the narrative is like, oh, Moffat's a misogynist, Moffat's a hack all this stuff and there there are there are there are sections of the fandom that just will will choke on those words before ever spitting them out and mm-hmm. i think that's unfortunate as warranted as, as a lot of those criticisms were at the time i worry that that kind of inherent stubbornness that kind of comes with with fandom and, and internet culture that doctor who is such a part of i i think a result of that is that a lot of fans aren't going to watch this episode and that's that's a that's a capital d damn shame because i think this is uh more than a great episode of doctor who i just think it's a great piece of of storytelling and i think it has so much profound things to say about um what a life is supposed to be and how you know, small a life can be, but how like big and how each life is important. And that, 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 that to me is like one of the biggest, and we don't talk about it a lot, but that is kind of one of the biggest messages of Doctor Who is that here's this character that can travel across time and space and has seen the, the, the width and breadth of the universe in a way no one else has. And yet he keeps reminding us how important the, the small stuff is like, like mm-hmm. kindness and, and empathy. Um, and it's incredible. And like, it, it, it's, as a as a writer and as someone who hopes to produce television and, and movies someday, the meta narrative of Stephen Moffat is almost as fascinating as the episode itself. Um, and yeah, I, I totally agree with Scott. I think this is the best Cyberman episode that I've ever seen. But granted, I've only seen the crappy ones, which is everything uh, that came out after <laughs> I was born. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and and I I I think this I uh, I think Peter Capaldi. This is going to sound like. Uh, like a like a like a dribbling fanboy, which I am, but I, I genuinely believe that Peter Capaldi firmly deserves at least a BAFTA nomination uh, for his performance in this episode. And uh, when we'll talk about it, but I 
I think this episode cemented him as uh, as my favorite doctor. Mm. Nice. Um. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's sort of get into this. Um. I think I want to start with because uh, I think I think there's a lot of things to be said about the masters and the doctor of it all, but I want to start with Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was Bill's storyline was the thing I think I was most scared of going into this mm-hmm. episode. Uh, because if if they didn't stick the landing, yeah, uh, it was gonna look bad. Um, it was gonna look real bad. And I don't know about you guys, but I was. I was I'd say I was like 95% satisfied. Um I think my my only issue that I have with it is that despite the 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 claim that the uh the 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 tears thing was a shotgun over the mantle that they were uh bringing back, it did feel a little ex machina ish. Oh, it, um, it it I have I, it felt 100% ex machina it was the dumbest most ridiculous moffity twist but he used it for good this time and <laughs> right and i loved it he was right i, I was like hey you know those, those stupid freaking twists i always do well now it's for the greater good look at the lady's kiss i'm like steven look what you did he's like i'll never yeah. change but i can do better <laughs> i i think I think the reason, like, I'm fine with the with the ex machina because he did do a good job of establishing that he set it up, whether yeah. or not whether or not he did or not. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it checks actually out. Set it up. Yeah, it checks out yeah. show logic wise. I think. Sure, sure, sure. My my issue is that I don't know that I really believe Bill and this girl as like being <laughs> soulmates dark. across time. And yeah, space. You're right. Yeah. I don't I, I was like, she wasn't even like a real character in the first episode in the right. pilot. So like I yeah, so like that's where like my five percent of uh ah, comes from. But <laughs> yeah. but but the but the rest of it I think is really good. I think they they did a really good job of um telling uh a companion story over the course of of a season like it feels it feels very much like um and this i i feel i feel stupid for making this uh comparison because they're they're both they're both the uh you know our 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 black companions but Mm -hmm. it's much it's like martha in that martha starts in one place ends the season in a place where she doesn't need the doctor anymore and that's her whole story right and I think that it's done really, really well. And I think that uh, is the case here as well. I think that by the end of this, Bill doesn't really need the doctor anymore and is ready for other things. And Mm. the fact that he pulls that off in one season. I mean, I think that looking back on the season now and seeing where Bill ends up, I think that the monk three parter was necessary because I think it forced her to grow as a character mm. in in uh, a truncated amount of time. Like right. she sure. went from being the new the quote unquote new companion, learning what it's like to travel with the doctor, to jumping off the deep end and then 
by the other side of that of of that trinity of episodes you know she is uh sort of an old hat companion at that point mm-hmm. and it doesn't it feels earned it doesn't feel like it came out of nowhere yeah you know it it's it's as uncomfortable as as when we were talking about this last week i think the trauma that bill endured in retrospect was kind of necessary because, I mean, her character was so, and I'm using this word because I don't like it, but she had the risk of becoming, like, so quirky and, like, adorkable, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I serve chips. Nothing bothers me. What's that? Is that an alien? Uh-oh, I'm going to pet it. And so, like, <laughs> so, like, mentally, evis- like, emotionally eviscerating this character as, <laughs> as, as painful as it was to watch, it, it, it did kind of, like, you know, there, there was this part where she was like, I was on that ship for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Then I got turned into a Cyberman. You know, like, it's like, okay, you've you've earned your you've earned your seat at the table, you know, which because right. sometimes I think I think because the companions are sort of a proxy for the audience. Sometimes the fandom can get a little, uh, you know, like territorial, like, hey, quit. We, we were talking about this, like, hey, why does Amy Pond get to call the doctor stupid? She's been here for like six months. Right, has done nothing. <laughs> um, right, but yeah, yeah, and, and I, 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 I loved Pearl Mackey in this episode. I think it was yeah. really using your tools to their full extent as a, as a, as a, from a writing standpoint. Like, hey, this this woman was on a like a landmark West End production. Like, we should probably give her some 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 scenes with some weight to them and some nuance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I really like the way those scenes in the barn where she's waking up um, and mm-hmm. she's speaking with the doctor and she's kind of adjusting to her like surroundings and stuff. I thought mm-hmm. that was really well done and it was very disorienting. And I think that um, like that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know. The directing in that scene was just amazing. Like, it was so oh, yeah, yeah. Her seeing her shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talali is is so good at the big epic stuff. Um, I mean, I don't know that there's ever been a more beautiful shot in Doctor Who than the Masters slow dancing on the roof with like <laughs> just chaos in the background. Like, oh, yeah. oh my god, I my mouth dropped open when I saw that. Yeah, and that's like um, two. Oh yeah, yeah I know. But she's great at that. But then the th- the the proof that she is an incredible director that should be you know having a new movie every two to three years, uh, it, is that she pulls off all the really small moments. Yeah. Just as well. Yeah. Um, she's an incredible director. But um, yeah the uh the 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 bill of it all. I mean it's it's. I I think her arc is really good in this. Um, and I think it's not just because here, because it ends in a really great positive place for her. Yeah. And, uh, so I really love that, but I also love like, in addition to her arc within herself, Mm -hmm. I also love what it does for the doctor where he had this companion who made this major sacrifice to save him. Mm -hmm. And now he can't return the favor. Yeah. 
And there's a tragedy in that that yeah. I really like a lot. Um, yeah. I think that uh, the fact that he lost this companion to being turned into a Cyberman, which I don't believe has ever really happened before. Um, I mean, you had uh, you had what's his face a couple seasons ago, but Danny, I don't know, Scott. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't care. And he, he was, was a worthless character, and he was a member of the armed forces of the Great British Empire. <laughs> um. Anyway, that guy. Uh, you know, he got turned into a Cyberman, but it was he wasn't a companion per se. Yeah, he was a um, he was a Mickey. Yeah, he was a familiar. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate familiars. Uh yeah so so I don't um I don't I I I really like uh how this affects the doctor because he doesn't he like he just doesn't know what to do and I do like the fact that he's that whole thing where like where there's tears there's hope mm -hmm. and that's what ends up saving her um mm -hmm. because of the pilot and all of that like i just that that was all really well done i just i think the bill stuff was really 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 well done and um i i'm really i'm just really impressed by it i kind of wish that they had um sprinkled it a little more throughout just like a tiny bit more like maybe have her show up in like one other episode in the background like the the, the water yeah. girl um but i agree I'm. I don't know. I'm just happy. Or like bad it. wolf it, where you're like yeah, she was there yeah. in this scene, in this scene. Right. Right. I just. I don't know. Just like retcon it a little bit. Like just have it like you know you know because like Doctor Who does that all the time where it's like oh, the twist and then because there was <laughs> yeah there was a good right. ninety seconds where I was like holy what is what is oh oh it's her okay <laughs> <laughs> it was like so jarring at first when she just came out of the water yeah yeah because like the pilot wasn't super memorable. Uh, right. I mean, like it was great because that was when we met we met Bill and Nardle, or you know that kind of that version of Nardle, um, mm -hmm. who friggin' brought it this episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was I I'm I'm fully on board the Nardle train uh, at, <laughs> by the end of this episode. Um, he's he was really phenomenal in this. Yeah. Uh, I I love. I just I just loved his whole like attitude uh and the he's just a much more confident character yeah. than the guy that we met uh like 2 years ago. Yeah, yeah it's insane. Yeah. It's and it's really really good. Like they that, did a really good job with him. Like just that part where where he he's escaping uh Mondas or wherever they are and and he was like Nardal, have you been useful and he said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and just like a spaceship like this comes out of the from the yeah that's great yeah it's really it's really good and you and you sort of you just get a sense that he's gonna be he's gonna be their doctor you know like he gets to be the hero for this yeah this this uh this group of runaways and i just think that's really cool and i like that he he's cocky but he's he's cocky about like not what he's doing he's cocky about who he is yeah like he's never like don't worry, guys, I'm here. It's always like, all right, I'm going to do this. But then, like, everyone, but everyone's, like, you get those great lines, like, I think so-and-so likes you. It's like, well, she's only human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, like, rats off to Matt Lucas. And, and and again, like, Moffat for, like, kind of sensing that, hey, like, you know, I know this dude is just, like, the guy from Little Britain, but he, I, I, I sense that, you know, there's a, you know, he can be more than just, like, a comic relief. And I think yeah. that's, 
-hmm. he kind of kind of retroactively i i have a feeling scott that when you go back and watch series 10 nardle's gonna like age super well for you now that you know that that he ends in such a cool place Mm -hmm. i think it'll make the the not great stuff like age better right uh, I'll be curious to see when we get around to rewatching uh, the Husbands of River Song if he plays better <laughs> in that episode. Um, um, but I don't. Real, I don't know. In a real I level, think, I'm gonna have to watch that again someday. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, Nardle especially kind of showcases Moffat's growth as a writer. Um, like just mm-hmm. looking at that character, because like like you said, like the Husbands of River Song, I barely remember that, and I just remember like not being impressed at all. And, mm-hmm. like, he was able to take, like, the stupid, like, like, oh, like, fart joke character and, like, give him an arc and do something with him and make him awesome in a way that mm-hmm. we, like, all of us were not expecting. I think that's really, really awesome. Yeah. And, Absolutely. like, that, that final scene between him and, and Bill and the doctor, like, when they're, you know, the parting of the ways, so to speak, it mm-hmm. it really hit me that I, I think this might be, like, my favorite crew like my favorite lineup since like the russell t davis era like these people they really felt like a like a family in a way that i don't think even like the pawns ever really did yeah uh well see i i think the pawns felt like a family and i think that nardle 12 and bill felt like a team yeah okay that might be better yeah well, I mean, where, the pawns were like, literally they, a family <laughs> right right yeah um I, I i think that i think yeah i think they felt like i think they felt like more like a family and it really felt like they were a family and the doctor was the patriarch which is weird because you know <laughs> for a lot of reasons but um but but with the with the case of of this it really felt like um, it started out with the doctor being the employer and and Bill and Nardle being his employees, and it ended with them all running the company together. Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, I just everyone yeah. like they they weren't necessarily equals, but they were like every like the doctor is like you know like the brains and Nardle is the tech guy and and Bill is the the wild card. Yeah. <laughs> Common sense, I guess. Yeah. And so like everyone's bringing their strengths to work together, which I am all about instead of like stupid bakery tardis. Mhm. Yeah, we're, we're it's kind of like uh that and that, I think that's kind of an easy trap to fall into where it's like oh like banter equals chemistry. Mhm. Mhm. So we'll just have them quip back and forth forever. Mm-hmm. And, and but this was so much more like weird and, and nuanced and yeah 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 um god we really do have a lot to talk about yeah so so okay so Nar- bill great nardle great mm-hmm. um let's talk about uh the masters yes um okay. <laughs> because i i i don't i don't know that I've seen a master story that I liked more than this either. Um, because of what, because it's not, it's not content with just being a story about the master. It's also by being a story about the master and by being what it is, it's also a story about the doctor mm-hmm. and how they reflect him. And I just think that 
what they managed to do, which is essentially make an argument for representation, uh, is I, I just think that it was working on a on just this crazy level that I was so impressed with because yeah, there is the meta textual level, which we talked about last week, but what we didn't talk about, I don't think was the fact that when Missy was pretending to be the doctor, she was trying out to be the doctor. What Moffat and, and the argument comes back around at the end of this story, what he was actually doing was saying the doc, the next doctor should be a woman do the right thing. Chibnall. <laughs> yeah Look. and that's what that's what that whole that's what that line is about like the the master says is the future just going to be female yeah. and the doctor says we can only hope mm -hmm. and that's because Moffat doesn't have control over it he yeah. can't cast the next doctor all he can do is hope that Chibnall does the right thing yeah. we you hope that like quote the right actor doesn't just wander in off the street Kind of like similar to what happened with Matt Smith, you know, right? Where mm -hmm. It's like, well, he had you look at him, I had to, right? He was so white and cute. <laughs> um, so, so I, I just, I, I think that, um, this whole story with the master, and I mean, we obviously we get the end of Missy, but I mean, she's gonna regenerate. Come on, it's the master, um. We don't even need to. I don't even know why they put that beat at the end. Oh, with, like, don't, like, don't bother. bother. Like, that's yeah, it was not on full even. blast. I'm like, oh, brother. Like, that means nothing. <laughs> that means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Took, so you just took three seconds out of John Sims' life. That was all that that line did. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally means nothing. Um, I think it's funny the fact, like, the best part about him saying that line, though, is like the last, I mean, John Sim what didn't regenerate and now he's saying that line to another master yeah. like that's so good on a metatextual level but oh yeah. for sure yeah. <laughs> well and 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 didn't I call it like at the at the at the start of this season I said I just hope that the masters kill kill each other <laughs> and and they did uh, oh, God, I was that, quite pleased with that, myself that, with that, that whole scene was just so I mean it's I mean I'm Every scene between the two of them was so was ellipses. Yeah. Oh my um, god. From the opening scene of them like slow dancing and and then like scenes where the master was like, "Is it weird that I'm like, you know?" <laughs> and, uh, and she's just like, "Yes." <laughs> like, just stop. <laughs> um, oh, it's so good. Just every like, it's just such. I I just love the the idea of of Moffat. Moffat's version of the master is that they're sociopaths mm -hmm. um, and that they don't feel empathy uh, the way that the doctor does. And they are inherently sort of broken people. Um, and it's just the way that he plays with that and the way that Missy is, is sort of intellectually accepting the fact that she is broken mm -hmm. and that isn't okay. Yeah. But it also knows that she can't help but be broken. Like just that whole thing. It's just sort of, it's tragic that she knows that she's a sociopath, Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it just that moment where the doctor extends his hand to her 
and she's just like, this is all I've ever wanted, but like, I can't, I can't do this. Cause I, I just, it's not in me to put other people above myself. Yeah. Right. And like, I, I, I love it when, cause villains are fun. Villains are fantastic, but I do, I do appreciate it when a story does say like, this is why this character is, is damned or like, right. this is why this character is the antagonist of the story. And mm -hmm why this character is the protagonist of the story mm -hmm. you know like transformers doesn't work because both optimus and megatron are murderous psychopaths <laughs> mm -hmm. there's no difference between them uh when 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 optimus rips the face off of a decepticon and calls him a punk ass decepticon uh which is something that actually happens um there's oh no God. difference between them mm -hmm. but in that in that scene like, like there is this really beautiful like there's this, they're just never going to, the doctor and the master are just never going to connect on that level. And you're seeing like, oh, this is why you're the villain. Right. Well, and, and it, what I also love about that scene is it's Missy. It is Missy recognizing the fact that like, I can't ever be you because I can't ever care about someone more than I care about myself, mm -hmm. which is like literally happening because she's literally leaving with herself. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not just that. It's that she intellectually understands that in order to be on the doctor's side, in order to do what he does, she would have to learn to care about other people more than herself. And she knows that she can't do that. So she knows it would be irresponsible to even try to be the doctor or be on the doctor's side because – She's not capable of it. And and so she walks away because she knows that it's it's more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Um and that final scene between them was just was haunting. I mean, like, just yeah. talk about just yeah, and that that where John Sim was like, no, dummy, this this is where it has to end. Yeah. This is who we are. You don't get you don't get redemption. I mean, you do, but it's, I mean, like, like the doctor says, it's without, you know, what, what, what was the line? Like without witness, without hope, without, re without redemption. What was, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. It was something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Remember the quote. And just, it, um, it was, it was great because like if Missy riding in on like a, on a white horse, like, like Gandalf on Helm's Deep would have felt as, as cathartic as that would have felt, I think it ultimately would have been like the Hollywood ending. Yeah. yeah, disingenuous. D disingenuous, yeah. And this was just, I mean, as brutal as it, as it was, it was just like, it was, I think it was note perfect. Mm -hmm. I still really wanted her to like help out, but I like, I understand why they couldn't do that. But at the same time, it's like really bittersweet because I love this character so much. And like, I mean, you're right. Like the only way she could have ended was at the hands of like the master. Like that just mm -hmm. makes sense. <laughs> It's the only person worthy of killing her. Right. Um, well, and it's either that or the doctor. And the doctor's right. not going to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that I think that the other thing that it does and, and the reason that she's like laughing in the end mm -hmm. is because it's just the irony is, you know, the fact that like she's literally – she 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 came to this relationship with the doctor with all of this baggage and the baggage literally kills her. Mm -hmm. 
You know, like she's like, oh, like I literally like the evil side of me. The doctor always said that, you know, that being evil was going to be the end of me. And now it literally is. (laughs) And like he's never even going to know how how right he was. Right. Yeah. And so she's just laughing. And I just I love that. And I also wonder if what's actually happening like the idea of of john sim killing her and just being like don't bother regenerating because you you can't and whatever whatever i use the yes i use the full blast on my on my thing yeah (laughs) um yeah the thing that is absolutely meaningless because of course she's going to regenerate but i i almost wonder if the next time we see the master if this if Missy is going to end up being at least for a while, the final regeneration for sociopathic master. Yeah. And that when she regenerates again, she's going to be something else entirely. Yeah. I mean, if, if two things like, you know, we, it's sort of been a doctor sort of in a doctor's in a time Lord's final moments, what they're thinking of or feeling sort of, bleeds into their next regeneration and Mm -hmm. it it stands to reason that you know what missy what missy learned in the final like hours or days of her life will carry over into her next regeneration and maybe yeah maybe she will be kind of more of a a wild card you know we're not necessarily a villain but also not necessarily still not like a protagonist right Mm -hmm. and b i wouldn't doubt if, if 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 chibnall does the right thing and the 13th doctor is a woman I, I I bet that Missy has something to do with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what what are your what are, why what are all of your thoughts on on the Masters cast? Because you 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 mentioned like a little bit about like the end, but like what are your just like overall thoughts about like the execution of these two versions of this character? I really like. Uh, Stephen Moffat's take on John Sims Master. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I am blown away by just his performance in this episode. Um, and I know that's you know part of John Sims' responsibility, but it's also like the script. So mm. I, I really dug that a lot. John John Sim Master, every time we've seen him before now, he's been in like this crazed like yeah. you know, in the in the in the Feral. first story it was like crazed post regeneration mindset. And mm-hmm. then the second time we saw him, he was like in crazed reborn out of uh, right. <laughs> witches like portal thing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Like, like you know, so like in both cases he was just a lunatic. Right. And to see him sort of, you know, his his pH balance, you know, <laughs> like it, it was just like a super chill master and yeah, no, oh, it was man. Oh, so good. The goatee also helps a lot, I think. Um Oh yeah. And uh he's not blonde, he's got that gray hair. Yeah. And it's He's like a silver fox master, and it's it's a good look. Like Russell T. Davies, John Sim master is like a cat on catnip, and I really like um, this like chill cat, John Sim. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> on a on a on an indica catnip. Yeah, mm. <laughs> and I I was hoping that 
it wouldn't be too like I don't know. I think there's a fine line between um like being too fan servicey and being like just the right amount of mm-hmm. fan service and I think that hit this like exactly on the bullseye. Um oh, that conversation they- where they're like when they're like uh, have you what, what? Like, how have you not died yet? And yeah. Like, like, have oh you died before? Caught on fire, and <laughs> like, like, and then Missy's like, "I know you've fallen," and I was like, "Oh man, Legopolis." Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I have a lot actually. It's funny that you bring up fan service because this episode, if if nothing else, and it and it did a lot of other stuff, but if nothing else, this I think Moffat really took advantage no other show has the emotional power at its disposal that this show does when it comes to like the weight of legacy and mm-hmm. nostalgia i mean like imagine if like star trek and i love lucy were like the same like combined and never got canceled yeah <laughs> like 54 years of history this yeah, show this and- episode had behind it and and it uses and Moffat uses that history in such a great way in this episode, like like yeah like 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 you're saying I know I know you've fallen or uh, I don't know if we want to get into this already but uh, you know the final moments of this episode no, have, yeah no no doctor stuff yet let's oh wait, no 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 I was wait. talking well yeah that that I, yeah absolutely that but also like you know the the cameos uh, from other. Mm-hmm. companions that happen oh yeah sure sure yeah like that was inc- that was awesome and yeah and i'm just like god they he really knew how to like give weight to and like when the like that i mean and that the you know the scene of the episode in my opinion when the doctor sort of chases down both masters and just is like just dumps his heart out on the floor in a way that oh, i don't think this god. character has ever done before uh-huh. He's just he's John Johnson's like, I want you to know that I didn't listen to a word you just said. And yeah. Away, I was the, like, oh, he's such an asshole. This is the look of the face of the man who didn't listen to a single word you just said. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. There was also a great moment where he calls uh he calls Bill Robomop. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's amazing. <laughs> Um, anyway, continue what you were saying oh, after the after yeah. the fan service thing. Yeah, no, I just there's just so much. Like every time, every time Michelle Gomez and John Sim are like within five feet of each other, it's just like fireworks. It's ridiculous, mm-hmm. and they have such like weird, interesting actor chemistry together. Um, and. I thought the way that they were like kind of flirty was really funny. Um, just I don't know, everything about it was just like picture perfect. Yeah, and I liked how I liked how Missy didn't become submissive to John Sims Master because of like the the novelty of like he's back, so now Missy's mm-hmm. gonna take a back seat. Yeah. Like I, I liked how it was the two of them not working together, but they were they were enjoying each other's company. Yeah. Well, and she she did eventually become submissive. Yeah. But it was it wasn't that she was being submissive to John Sims master. It was that she was being submissive to the side of herself that's evil. Yeah, her her lesser nature, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. 
Um, and so it, it had a deeper meaning uh, than just like be submissive to the guy that's been master longer than you. <laughs> like it, it was, it had a deeper meaning than that. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was, I think that was really, really good. And, you know, and ultimately uh, she wasn't submissive at all. Right, you know, sure, like yeah. it was a trick. Um, a so, really obvious trick. Right. Come um, here. What? Come here. Okay. <laughs> dumpa, 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 dumpa. Like, You're kidding me. This is how this is how this happens. Well, to be fair, he was hinting at the fact that he wanted to sleep with himself like the whole episode. Yeah, that's, so <laughs> that's true. I, I think she was using that to her advantage. I just as he was walking over to her, I was like, bye, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the idea that John Sims master goes out with a hug is pretty phenomenal. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because that's kind of his whole deal is that like that that's he's like an evil hug. Like that's because he's because he's so charming and and like, you know, he had a wife at that one point. He was a politician. Mm-hmm. Like he's all, you know, smiles and teeth. He's in and. Yeah, and and so the fact that he goes out with a hug that's actually a stab is like kind of perfect. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's actually really good. Oh, I also like we were oh sorry, we were like talking about like, oh well, how did the master end up on the ship? I love that they explained it in like two lines and then we like don't uh-huh. even go back to it ever. And I love that there's just like a whole like hundreds hundreds of years of backstory of the master just like taking over this ship. That's uh-huh. so cool. And you can see it because, like, they set it up with him being, like, prime minister for a while. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's a psychopath. So, he right. can, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And he's I love, he's love, so good at taking over stuff. And he just mm-hmm. rubs it in Bill's face that, like, they were friends for 10 years. Yeah. It's good. It's real good. It's real good. The masters were real good. So let's <laughs> talk about the doctor. Yeah. And what he what he's learned <laughs> um, by the end of this. Well, okay. So the first thing that I I I find interesting is that he, if I'm not if I'm not misremembering this, I mean, granted, I I watched it like three days ago, four days ago. Um, he was already like starting to regenerate toward the beginning of the episode, right? What was the first thing that triggered the regeneration? Cause he keeps getting like mortally wounded over and over again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I forget what the first thing was that started triggering the regeneration, but like at one point he was like walking with, uh, walking with cyber bill. Oh in the my field. God. The staff. Yeah. And then, and then he has to have the staff. So like, I forget what the original, mm-hmm. what his first, I guess it was the master's. Did it uh, the first time? Wasn't he? Am I just remembering this wrong? But like last week, wasn't he during the episode, or was that just like the flash forward at the very? That beginning? was just a flash forward, I think. Okay. Because hmm. um, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's done. I'm regenerating, and yeah. since uh, the 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 second part of the the monk thing, third part. That was the third um, part. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was just, I think it was just the opening, um, 
in the last episode. And then, and then I, that I, I think the first time that we saw it in this episode was with the, with the staff thing with the, um, yeah. When he has to walk with the walking stick, mm-hmm. uh, becoming an actual wizard. Yeah. But I, I, it must've been something the masters did on that roof. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, cause they were going to like leave him there to die. Right. Yeah. What did they do to him? I don't remember. They beat him up, hit him in the head. No, that I, was earlier. I, I love that. That was, that was, that was earlier. That was, okay. that was last week. That I was love that he was out the, of there in like two minutes. The roof, he gets, um, electrocuted by that Cyberman. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, and then, and, right. And then Bill, okay. and then Bill, Bill, Bill saves him. And that was, yeah. Out. Right, 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 right. Okay. Okay. So that, that was the first, so that was the first lethal hit. Uh, and then throughout the episode, he just keeps taking hits and mm-hmm. refusing to regenerate. Um, yeah, he's gonna I, take I, out a friggin' planet this Christmas when it finally happens. I know. I know. Like he's been um, storing it up for like so long. I know. Uh, I I I hope it is an epic regeneration and not like what happened to M- Matt Smith, which I I still don't like. Sure, that um, kind of understated, like that that just like flip back thing. Um, it was like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like that was literally <laughs> oh, like you just that's it. <laughs> I remember it like it like scared Clara. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I uh, I also I also really love that Bill. You know, leaves the show never knowing what regenerations are. Yeah, like he's she's like goodbye. Oh, Fred. Yeah. You'll float. That's interesting. You'll float in your weird wife box for, for the rest of eternity. <laughs> um, I just, I really, yeah. So anyway, so I really like, I, I like that what this is. Cause you know, I, I think that Capaldi's doctor um, to Moffat has really been uh, sort of representing the doctor, like his, his sort of like perfect, vision of the doctor and so he sort of represents all doctors and he represents the the show in its entirety and so this episode is is just the doctor just taking hits and continuing to move forward um and the refusal of of regenerating is more about how the doc that's that's what the doctor does is he keeps getting mortal hits and but then like keeps going. And, but in that case, in the grander scheme of things, he's, he regenerates, but you know, because he represents all of Dr. Who, this one doctor, he's not regenerating. So he's just like, you know, he keeps taking the hits and keeps going forward. Kind of like the show itself. Yeah. Um, and like Boromir. Oh no. You know, yeah. Um, you know, cause like that final, that kick ass like slow motion scene where he's just taking out Cybermen. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, that that yeah, that was totally Boromir. <laughs> yeah. I think sure. I think he is the most granted I have a limited catalog at my disposal. I'm gonna make the declaration that I think he's the most selfless doctor. I would say that's Davison, but you haven't gotten to that episode yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. The one where he, he lets everyone eat from him. Right, <laughs> and then and then regenerates, and they eat from that one, and then no. regenerates again. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, 
<laughs> and then eventually wakes up as six and he's just pissed off and arrogant. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> stay in the TARDIS. I'm the doctor. So anyway, what were you going to say? Just, he's just so, I definitely compared to like 10 and 11. I just friggin' he's just such a mensch. Yeah. Well, and, and, and what's interesting, cause obviously there's going to be a lot of comparisons to be made between, uh, this and 10. Yeah. Um, and the whole, I don't want to go. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that there is a there is a sadness in tenants thing. It's a it, it's an yeah. acceptance. Yeah. But it's it's a sadness, and I think what this is, this is just like no no like I I'm a person like mm-hmm. I don't want to stop being this person. It's not about like a death. The way yeah. that it was with the tenth doctor, where you, where he was like, "I'm gonna die now." This is, you know, twelve recognizing that he's going to go on, but he's going to be someone else. Yeah, yeah. But like, he really wants to just continue being who he is right now. Yeah, like, and, like there's a moment in the snow where he's just like, "I can't keep doing this." Right. Like, and that was kind of the first time that the the curse of this character really kind of hit me in a, in a, in a palpable way where he's just, he's destined to keep going. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. There's, I was thinking, I think this whole season, especially now that it's over is very much about like death and why death is not something to run from or fear or hate because we we see over and over again this season what avoiding death can do to life you know mm-hmm. what whether it's the cybermen who are immortal but lose everything that makes them them human you know like i i i, I was, it was so i was watching the cybermen in this episode and i was thinking about that quote that um uh wow stephen hawking made where he was like, humans are just computers. So like when they die, it's just like a computer turning off. And I was like, well, this is kind of like a perversion. The Cyberman is sort of like a, a practical joke version of that statement. Yeah. And yeah. And, and this, and this, this, the, the doctor is kind of refusing to let go of himself. You know well, and, I mean? and when you and you when you look at um, when you look at I think you got distracted by the Stephen Hawking quote, but yeah. uh, the but th- when you look at every character in this season, right? So you have um, Nardle, who yeah. should be dead, but mm-hmm. is a robot. Um, you have the Cybermen, like you said. You have Missy, who was supposed to be killed. Uh, like criminal, you know, uh, capital punishment yeah. um, killed and the doctor saves her and what that does uh, <laughs> to the doctor and to <laughs> everything that happens in this story because of that decision. Um, and you have, you know, Bill who becomes a Cyberman. It, it's 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 crazy how much this season was about death, but didn't feel depressing because yeah. ultimately what it's saying about death is that it's a part of life. And like you even have Bill who 
essentially dies in this episode, but we get to see her kind of go to the afterlife. Yeah, yeah. It's a very like, like, yeah, like, I mean, if you want to get kind of cosmically spiritual, you know, like when you do let go, you sort of join that that ocean that you were always a part of. You become part of the universe. Yeah. yeah. There's this, um, er, 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 watching this episode, especially at the end, there's this uh, Beach Boy song that I really love called um, I Know There's an Answer. Uh, but the original version of I Know There's an Answer with like lyrics was uh, hang on to your ego. And the chorus goes like, hang on to your ego, hang on, but I know that you're going to lose that fight. Huh. And what what that the what that's about is like, yeah, like you can fight this. You can hold on to what you think is you forever, but you're going to lose. Like mm -hmm. no one's ever won that fight. And then it's not even a fight. Then that's kind of where you're where all this stress is coming from. And I, and well, that's what I was, that's what kind of was thinking about the doctor I was like, dude, just let go, man. Yeah. Like, I think that this season is really interesting in contrast to last season with, especially how Clara ends up. Yeah. Because Clara like literally is like living in the in-between space between like her last heartbeat. Like she mm -hmm. cheats death for like an incredible amount of time. And like, isn't she like, the you know the girl or whatever like the girl who lived or something like that or something i don't remember but the girl like who, what, what, what clara yeah the impossible girl the impossible yeah whatever i don't know i'm done with the those whatever girls um but yeah. i think that <laughs> the whatever girl <laughs> you know the girl who's done whatever when amy pond the is like the girl whatever. who like waited or whatever um yeah, yeah. i think that this again like really shows how he's grown as a writer with his like themes because the way that bill ends up is vastly vastly different to the way that clara ends up and i guess they're very also similar at the same time because like clara runs away with a girl and they explore the universe together but mm -hmm. it's really like oranges and apples at that point yeah yeah so i also think that um i was thinking i've been uh, you know stewing over the doctor refusing to regenerate and, and like really trying to figure out what that's saying about this character, about, about 12 in particular. And mm -hmm. I think what's interesting about him, what it's saying sort of meta textually about the show is that, you know, 12's entire arc as a character has sort of been, who am I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just when he finds out who he is, now he has to regenerate again. I wouldn't want to regenerate either. Like right. I just figured out, I, I just figured it out myself. Like I just figured this out and now I have to become someone else and do it again. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm just, um, yeah. It, it's in it, it. It's great. And, and the idea that like, he's the first of a new regeneration cycle. So not only does he have to figure out himself again, he's got to do it 12 more times. Yeah. Like that's exhausting. And like yeah. and the and, 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 and that's and I think and I think that's the reason why he's teaming up with the first doctor. Okay, yeah. In the Christmas special is because they're both the first doctor in a regeneration cycle and I think they're both a little freaked out about what regeneration means. Um and I think that they're together going to learn regeneration acceptance, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, looking back to who he was in 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 Deep Breath, right? You know, he was just so 
yeah, I just keep thinking about that 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 last scene with Claire where he was like, "You have any idea what it's like to have you like look at me like I'm someone else when like I don't feel any different, you know?" Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, and friggin' um that that final scene with him and the Cybermen, then how that comes back with the first Doctor, like I'm a doctor. Like doctors are no god, that was so brutal. We were like, doctors oh. are not necessary. Boom. Right. And he's like, no, I'm not a doctor. I'm D Doctor. The original. The original, you might say. Yeah. <sighs> and and what's what's great about that line is uh that's actually the line that the first doctor says in the five doctors, which is the last time a different actor played the first doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's sort of, it's now become a tradition of like, every time they recast the first doctor, that's what he says first. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the jelly baby moment. Oh yeah, that was good. Also when he wakes up on the TARDIS, uh, he says, uh, he like oh, yeah. shouts out something about the Centaurans taking over time, which is, um, also the fourth doctor's first line. Oh, uh, oh when, my God. He the moment. Up where he um, embodies Matt Smith was like acting magic. When did he do that? When he was like, I'll never, I'll never forget when the doctor was me, but he kind of like, he kind of like adopts Matt Smith's like posture and cadence for like two seconds. Hmm. I don't know if I caught that. Yeah. I think I missed that. Yeah. It was in the, in the TARDIS. Cause he says, I don't want to go. Right. And then, He's like the doctor, like, I'll never forget when the doctor was me. Oh, so he said, so he said the last line of 10 and 11, like yeah. in a row. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Did he say, did he say, uh, did he say nines? No. Okay. Just 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Huh. Boom. Interesting. Caught something that you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this was just uh, incredible. Like this is this is sort of I I know this is crazy because we're we're 10 seasons into this show now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I I think that this is sort of this two-parter it represents everything that I've ever wanted Modern Who to be. Mm-hmm. Um cuz it's just it's so layered but like kind of deceptively simple you know yeah and and just like really dramatic and epic and everything the show couldn't be when it was in classic who era right it just sort of fulfills the promise of what this show with a budget is um (laughs) or or can be Mm -hmm. you know it's uh man it was just so good i mean when you just think about like the epic shots in this of like all of the cybermen shooting out through the ship and that and then that scene of the of the slow dancing on the roof like it it's crazy mm-hmm. or uh that great shot of them all pointing their sonics at the door oh god mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know that was in the trailer and we talked about it a little last week but that still gave me chills like it was oh so yeah cool. oh yeah this was kind of a like the master pe- version of uh day of the doctor i think mm-hmm. yeah I think we pointed that out last week that yeah. it was going to be that. Um, also kind of a, a better, like a, like a, like a revised draft version of time of the doctor. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, mm-hmm. he's going to, he's going to die protecting a small village. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. His favorite um, way to go. 
I, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, this was, this was, uh, uh, mind blowingly good. Just my, just, oh, so good. So, so good. I really, I really hope that just more Whovians, uh, that are kind of sort of chilled out on the show and are waiting to find out if the 13th doctor is a, is a, is a lady time lady. I just really, from the bottom of my heart, hope they go back and give Capaldi Capaldi's run another go because I, I, I do think him and he's like the new Eccleston where it's like, you don't yeah. skip, you don't skip 12. Yeah. I right. Agree. At least at, at the very least nine and 10. Um, sure. Uh, yeah. Eight, eight, I think is fine, but mostly skippable. I, yeah, I, like think, a, I think don't breathe is super important to watch. Sure. Um, but like, you know, for the most part, you could do, you could do a greatest hits of, of eight and oh, then move on. Um, but uh, nine and 10, I mean, really stand out. And I mean, it, it's, it's crazy because, uh, you know, for the most part, it, it you know, the doctor's, I mean, nine only had one season, but um, 10 and 11, usually their best seasons were their first seasons. Yeah. Uh, and then they just got steadily worse and mm -hmm. 12 was the opposite. Um, and I think that's really cool mm -hmm. uh, that he just kept getting better because he kept becoming, he's kept growing as into the role as the doctor yeah. Um, and the stories were reflecting that, um, rather than fighting against it, like it did with, uh, with Tennant and, uh, Smith. Do you think Capaldi's, um, or the 12, like the 12th doctor's reticence to leave is also like a metatextual Stephen Moffat, like, I don't want to give up my showrunner position yet, or I'm tired of doing this, but I really love doing this. It it, it kind of it, sometimes it sometimes it feels like what what Scott said about like I just now getting good at this you know yeah. right <laughs> that's that's more what I what I think it is it's more about I I think Moffat because what you're talking about is the metatextual message to the I don't want to go yeah um that was that was Russell T saying that and David Tennant saying that as well right. as the Doctor but but in this case I I think I think. Uh, I think Nick's right. I think Moffat is like, I've been doing this a long time, but I just figured it out and now I have to go. And this, that's uh, stupid. And isn't, um, and isn't it? But, but, but he's right. He's literally writing a Christmas special that is about accepting that. That's fact. true. Um, and so there's, there's, you know, this is the part of him that's like, I just figured the show out. Look how good this is. I'm having so much fun. Dang it. And then <laughs> he's going to write that, that thing. It's like, no, you have to move on. Like, that's yeah. how this works. Yeah, you yeah. got to go make like, Dracula. You, dude. Right. You can't just do, you can't just work on this show forever. Mm -hmm. um, you can't just be the doctor forever. Like you have to yeah. hand the reins over to the next person because that's how this process right. works. And right. that's, that's so what life is ultimately about. You know, right. you spend, right. you know, like what, if you're lucky, like what, 80, 90 years kicking around. And then just as you kind of like, Oh, it's about this. And then it's like, well, no, you got to go, dude. There's, there's a new generation that needs to figure it out now too. Yeah. Yeah. Inside every fruit, there's a seed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. This is just so good. Um, I love this so much. 
so let's talk about Christmas a little bit. Sure. Uh, I... I guess that, well, first of all, the rumor that we thought uh, we, we had talked about, like, you know, toward the beginning of this season ended up being true, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Is that the thing that you got spoiled on, Cass? No, I got spoiled that Missy died, but I didn't know how she died. Oh. was rage inducing. Oh. <laughs> wow, that that sucks. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I thought I just thought that you saw like the, the thumbnail that the first thing. doctor oh, was going to no, be the Christmas no, special. No, it was like some some random person I follow, and they're just like, "Oh man, I just remembered that Missy's died," and I was just like, "God dang it!" <laughs> why would you do it? Why? Why I would you do that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, At least I didn't know how, so I'm just like, okay, well, I kind of figured that she would, but like. At the same time, yeah. yeah, we did. We did know that Mich- Michelle Gomez wasn't like returning to the show, but yeah, right. So, uh, yeah. So, how do we how do we feel about Christmas? How do we? How do we <sighs> there was um on the um on the Doctor's Companion listener group on Facebook, uh, which we do have, and we've mentioned toward the end of the show, and you guys might not get that far because I I'm fairly certain everybody turns it off when we start talking about the other things we do. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, we have a Facebook group, uh, listener society. Somebody posted in the listener society for this show, uh, that because we were making the jokes about, um, the doctor teaming up with the Grinch, and uh, they were like, <laughs> they, they were like, they were like, well, if he teams up with the first doctor, that's sort of like teaming up with the Grinch, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is perfect. Um, Just, but uh, yeah. yeah, so, so 12 and one together, uh, David freaking Bradley. Yeah, and da- yeah, and David freaking Bradley, which, which, by the way, when he steps out and he's doing, he's doing the first Doctor, mm-hmm. I for some reason, you know, like you watch an adventure in space and time, and he's really great in it, but you forget, well, he's playing William Hartnell in that. He's not right. playing the first Doctor, right? And so when he steps out playing the first Doctor, I'm like, holy crap, it's the first Doctor, like it's. <laughs> It's it was it was really good. I, like it's a really good impression. I don't use this word lightly because it's a super lame word if it's used incorrectly. And this might sound really lame, but like when he steps out of the snow, like it it felt magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It in in a way that only like f- like this medium like film and television can do where it's just like, "Oh my god, it's the first doctor." Yeah. And just, now, does this mean the fact that now th- this is a question for Cass because okay. Nick, you have no idea. But does the fact that this is in the snow and that the first Doctor is there is this is this the suggestion that the Christmas special is going to take place during the period of time that the first Doctor isn't in the tenth planet? <laughs> Where he's like, just like mysteriously this, sick. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Because he was. He's like missing from like two or three right. episodes of the Tenth Planet. Is this what he went and did? Was Probably. like hanging out with twelve. Um, I still think that this is also tied into um, Day of the Doctor. Uh huh. Because we haven't had the all thirteen or whatever, and right, right. Because right. I mean, the first Doctor's there, so. Right. Oh, that is kind of beautiful, right? Is that he's? Oh my God! What if it's like? The like him and the first doctor just like like bumming around and just just like checking out all his other incarnation. It's, it's almost like a it's a wonderful life 
Yeah. See, this is why you have to it's, regenerate. Yeah, it's a wonderful lives. Um, <laughs> okay, that needs to be the title. Other, any other title, I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful lives. Um, yeah, it is Christmas. Yeah. Oh man, right. And uh, and and Moffat does like uh, doing his own spin on classic stories. Right. Yeah. I think that would be really cool, though, because then, like, at the end of um, Tenth Planet, the first Doctor's, like, super chill about regenerating, and he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, right. it'll be fine. Right, and and it would be cool because if he's, like, going around, like, seeing all of his other incarnations and everything, he's basically teaching himself to accept regeneration by teaching himself to accept regeneration. <laughs> um that that uh that that's a sentence that shouldn't make sense and yet um <laughs> but uh uh by by doing that it leads him to sort of like join forces with the other doctors and the day of the doctor and it's and it's a more of a fist pumping moment because it's not just him you know just like showing up to help it's right. him like accepting that all of these people are him and so will the next guy. Yeah. Oh, God. Thus or, or lady, make as the cases cast. may be. <laughs> will that be enough to make cast like Day of the Doctor? Maybe. I, I don't, don't know. know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Um I, I kind yeah. of I kinda have a feel I kinda hope I think it'd be cool if it was called I think my title, my wish list title would be if it was called like the first doctor. Or mm. like the original doctor or something like that. I just hope it's not like f- stupid. I hope it's not like the re- like the, the revenge of Doctor Mysterio or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be something poignant because it's the final Moffat story and the mm-hmm. final yeah. twelve story. You know, um, I don't. What's it all yeah. about? Yeah, right. I I I just think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be something really, you know, clever and poignant. But. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what the title is. I I'm 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 a little disappointed that they didn't reveal the title yeah. um at this cuz I I'm like, come on, we're, you know, we're only 6 months away. Like <laughs> you can you can tell us what the title is. Like what 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 you know, it's not like there's any episodes between now and then. Like why right. not just tell us the title? Um but BBC and their their stupid like one month out game plan marketing game plan. I don't know why they do that. Uh, I uh, I'm I'm excited about the Christmas special. Um, do do like they're filming it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think they're wrapping up filming, which means that. I mean, when when are we going to find out who the next doctor is? Well, it's funny that you say that, Scott. Um, uh, article was just published. On the 5th of July, which is today, when we're recording mm-hmm. this, sorry, um, you can cut that out, uh, <laughs> from uh, the Guard- from the Guardian, uh, written by Stuart Heritage, good name. Is this, I think, I think I, I think I saw this too, but it, it oh, basically, it, it, it basically points out that there's little to no chance. Is this the Phoebe Waller-Bridge thing? About, about Newsnight? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They basically point out that this is this is like there's almost there's little to no chance that it's going to happen because her star has risen too high. Oh, uh, since okay. she was originally, um, since she was originally uh, rumored to be talked about, there's they're basically saying like, yeah, she doesn't answer this, but 
no one would. And also her star is a little has risen a little too high um, to take the role of a doctor, because like, why would her uh, why would her agent allow her to do that and get paid a BBC fee when she's, you know, in Han Solo? Oh, Um, interesting. The the article that I read was sort of the opposite. Uh, I had the opposite takeaway. Oh, really? Yeah, it was apparent. So it, the, there's this there's this program called Newsnight that usually ends with um, like television spoilers. Uh huh. And uh, so there were like clips from Saturday's Doctor Who being followed right. the Doctor, and then there was a, a clip of Phoebe Waller Bridge avoiding a Doctor Who question, and then in post production they like had her like regenerating. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Well, this, this that was Ryan... all talked about in the article that I read, and then at the end of the article, there's like a paragraph of being like, "Here's why I don't think this is actually going to happen." Well, Stuart Heritage thinks differently. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right, and I'm wrong. I well, I just I I don't know. I mean, I would love nothing more than for her to be, you know, the next Doctor. I think she would be f- fantastic as the Doctor. You're the only um, one of the three of us that is uh, that has watched Fleabag. Yeah, and she's great on it. Um, and she definitely has that doctory vibe about her uh that i think would be really good like that that sort of core heart of the character that soul of the character mm-hmm. um she's got while also like obviously having her own personality and her own vibe um but i think she would be really good uh i personally i i think she would be great i would love that i personally i just i think i've really fallen in love with the idea of olivia coleman yeah oh um, that would also be very I, acceptable i just would love that to pieces and i would love the idea of chibnall doing it not just because she would be amazing but also because it would retroactively make Broadchurch the story of two doctors solving oh murders. my god <laughs> Which should be amazing. I know, um, I can't believe they like wasted Olivia Coleman in like the first episode of Matt Smith's era. I know. I know. But, but you know what? They Capaldi, also waste like- <laughs> But but they also yeah, they also wasted Capaldi and they also wasted uh David Bradley in Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. So oh, No, snap. they did not. Yes, they did. Um oh, I love that episode. <laughs> so uh so you know whatever it's fine he's um, just so weird i never it's the magic of david bradley i never thought he would be a comforting sight <laughs> right it was like freaking <laughs> santa was like appeared at the end I was like, oh, I know. He's real. more so than when santa appeared <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally oh, <laughs> man. uh but yeah i am i am so excited for for christmas um it can take its time getting here because uh you know it's uh i don't want it to be christmas yet but um just you know in like life um but (laughs) but but uh i am excited for it and i think that this is the perfect amount of time You know, until Christmas, like Mm -hmm. it's not a month from now, but it's not like nine months from now. Like it's it's perfect. Um, And I just I feel really good about it. And I feel like Doctor Who's back on track and I'm just in time for everything to change. But that's that's what makes uh, Doctor Who exciting. And that's what, 
that's like my favorite part of the show is that it 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 it's a it's like this weird like ongoing narrative while also being an anthology show <laughs> like it's super weird it's, it's just the weirdest show and i love it to pieces and i love everything about it and i'm you know regeneration time is always the most exciting time to be a doctor who fan mm -hmm. and we are right on the cusp of that happening and i am pumped i'm yeah i'm also like i mean <laughs> i'm more excited in this moment than i was a day ago about going back to the long way round. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we, we will be going back to the long way around, uh, round four of the long way round. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got 11 more stories, uh, in this next, uh, this next round. And, um, we'll probably be starting that, uh, start releasing episodes in, in August sometime. So we are going to take like, some some time off don't uh, pretend you're gonna notice right um oh. we're gonna take we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take some time off uh to sort of catch up on other things and then uh, also pre-record um a bunch of uh, a bunch of stories um so we have some wiggle room on scheduling mm -hmm. and things like that uh because this was uh the, the you know as we've made reference to multiple times in this episode we're recording this the day it's being released so uh scheduling these things have has been uh more difficult than usual um lately so it has been yeah <laughs> so uh so to go through what um the next bit of long way around is we're going to be starting off with the edge of destruction yes. followed by the moon base okay. uh which I believe is the second Cyberman story of all time. Yeah, right? you referenced it in this the episode. Right. Um, so uh so so uh Nick will get some early Cybermen. Um Yippee. Which will be fun. <laughs> Yippee. Uh and then Inferno. Yes, um, holy moly. I know. Inferno, which will be a two part episode, of course, because it's seven parts. Um, and then following up Inferno with Genesis of the Daleks. Uh, which, which is another uh, another two part story yeah. for us because um, it's six episodes long. Uh, and then the visitation, um, yes. the mark of the Ronnie. Yeah. Um, Dragonfire, which is uh, which is which is b a bad story, but like fun, bad. Yeah. Like it's just really goofy. Um, and then uh, Stones of Venice uh aliens of london world war three womp 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 farting aliens womp womp, womp. aliens um, of london school <laughs> school reunion and uh time of angels flesh and stone okay. uh, so we'll get a good so, cry in when we yeah so we got we got we got a lot of stuff going on and 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 we got a we're we're dealing with a lot of a good mixture of things edge of destruction is kind of a one-of-a-kind type story yeah um so we got Cybermen, we got Daleks, we got the Ronnie. We got K9. Uh, yeah, we got K9, we got uh, <laughs> Farting Aliens, and we got the uh, Weeping Angels. It's a good mix. It's a real good mix, I think. Um, so I'm I'm excited about, uh, about round four. Uh, so that's what you got to look forward to starting in... Um, August ish. I'll probably look at the I'll probably look at the release schedule and try to figure out um the best way if I'm gonna I'm gonna try and figure out if we can get more than one round in before uh Christmas. I bet we um, can. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see how it works. 
But uh, yeah, so that's nice. uh, that's what's coming up on the show. And we'll be in, back in August with that. In the meantime, you guys can, you know, we're on Twitter and stuff. Uh, the Doctor's Companion, uh, TDC Pod on Twitter. I'm Scott Corelli. Nick's at Nick M. Jimenez. Uh, Sandra's at Dark Hearted Rose. Yes. I almost said uh, the other phrasing that you use that's in your email. Oh, um, yeah, no, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so, so Dark Hearted Rose. <laughs> Dark, yeah, Dark Dark Hearted Rose uh, on Twitter, um, and then we're on uh, we're on Facebook. Yeah, if you're on Facebook, join that group and talk about Doctor Who with us because there's going to obviously be lots of news coming out uh, between now and Christmas, and it's a it's a good time to sort of get in there and and talk with us about your theories about Doctor Who and the next Doctor and all of that stuff. Um, the episode, the might, next Doctor. I also imagine that if we get an announcement of who the next doctor is before the Christmas special, uh, we will probably do a special episode to talk about that. Yeah. I would imagine. Um, so probably look for that to happen at some point between now and then. And uh, check out all of our other shows at duelinggenre.com. Check out 205 episodes of Lord of the Rings Minute that yeah. Cassandra did. If you want to hear more Boromir uh, crying um, for like two and a half weeks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go, go check that out. Certainly and, how it felt in the movies. <laughs> and then uh, Nick and I, of course, we, we wrapped up back to the future minutes. So there's 340 episodes of that um, for you. I'm doing Spider-Man minute uh, with, uh, with my co-host Zach Luna, who has never been on the show. Cause I, he doesn't watch Dr. Who he's never watched it before. Um, and uh, and then uh, Nick and I are starting Cornetto Minute, which uh, the pilot is up. And then also, um, uh, or or I should say, going up. It's up on our Patreon, and it's going to go up on the regular feed uh, soon. Um, and then uh, also check out uh, or check out our Patreon because if you go to duelinggenre.com/support, become a Patreon member. If we hit our goal of uh i think i think it's 500 a month i think is the goal for that um we're gonna watch the uh peter cushing doctor who movies uh five minutes at a time for the first time ever so like we're not gonna go any more than the five minutes we watch in any given episode and we're just gonna talk about those five minutes and just be like what is this what's happening um and that's going to be a lot of fun. So if that's a thing you want to hear, uh, support us on Patreon and we'll make sure we do that. So it'll it'll be nice to see real Peter Cushing again. Yeah, oh. that will be nice. <laughs> yeah. Good. Lord. Will be nice. And uh, uh, we have a couple of we have a I, I'm, I'm looking. We have we have one new review from April 2017 that was uh, super nice. And uh, those reviews are super helpful to the podcast. And so if we got a few over the hiatus that would be just jim crack and dandy that'd be pretty great yeah uh so yeah go uh go go do that and check out the other stuff and we'll be back in august with the edge of destruction and the long way round four bye everybody bye. see you in time okay <laughs>